And that's how the theme song goes. True or false? Audition crashed on me again. And I was 17 minutes into the episode. Oh my gosh. I can't. I can't right now. This is ridiculous. This is... I, t- I spoke for 17 straight minutes. That includes... Oh, I got to do something really quick. Uh, that's that, that really makes me so mad. I can't believe that I did that. Uh, before I get started, I want to talk to you about a very funny podcast available on Stitcher Premium or wherever you get your podcasts called Gossip. Gossip is like if Desperate Housewives and Sex and the City were in podcast form, says The Guardian. They're, they're right. They're not wrong. Uh, Allison Raskin created the right. And they're not wrong. Allison Raskin created the show and stars in it alongside Victoria Royal and Amanda Perez. Each week, the three of them meet at the Golden Cup Coffee Corner to drink coffee and share the latest gossip floating around their not so traditional suburban town. Golden Acres. You can listen. Now, here's the thing. You can listen to this. Right now. On any podcasting service, any podcasting service, all 12 episodes of the first season are available right now. Here's the thing. It was only available on Stitcher Premium. It was a Stitcher Premium show. You pay five bucks, you get to listen to it and a bunch of other exclusive things. But now it's free for everybody. Check it out on Gossip. Check it out. Gossip. Today. Check it out. Okay. There we go. All right. There we go. Just had to milk that for a little bit. Very mad that I, I, you didn't miss much. I was just talking about how they're doing some construction outside, uh, how there's, I, I watched this movie called, a documentary called I Am Another You, about this guy named Dylan who chooses to be homeless on purpose. He chooses it to be, he chooses it to be homeless. He chooses to be homeless on purpose. And then I, I said that was stupid. And he's kind of, a, he's kind of a turd. Uh, the movie came out last March, March 2017. Check it out. Because about halfway through the movie, the director says, okay, I'm not doing this because you're a dick. And she leaves. And then she uh, meets his family. Turns out he comes from a really nice family. He just chooses to be homeless because he's a turd. So check it out. I am another you. Then I talked about minimalism, the movie Minimalism, the documentary. It's not good. Don't watch it. And then I talked about, uh, which is what I was on. Kidding? No, I was on Who is America? Who's America? I'm episode six. It's, it's fine. <laughs> and then kidding, starring Jim Carrey. It's like Mr. Rogers, um, except if Mr. Rogers was getting a separation from his, he was separated from his wife and one of his sons died and he's, and he's going down into psychosis. And then I talked about Instagram. Oh, I talked about me, how I woke up this morning prior to this recording. So I'm very tired. I woke up at four 30. Couldn't get back to sleep. I had a lot on my mind and I decided to do something that I've been wanting to do for a long time. I'm going to tell this exact same story because it will waste time. Was uh, I did. <laughs> I wanted to, to delete a bunch of photos on my Instagram and also clean up my followers or following who I'm following. So I did that. I'm down to 95 posts. But the thing is, I started out with like, I think I was at like 120. So I just, I just deleted and archived a, a whole bunch. Just the ones that like the early ones where it didn't matter in 2012 when I just started using it. It didn't matter who I was. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it does, but whatever. It didn't matter who I was, and I was, and they, they had no likes, so it's fine. So I deleted those, and now there's the 95 of the top ones are left. <laughs> Maybe I'll delete some more. But the thing is, I don't understand how people have thousand, a thousand. There, I, there are people I follow who have a thousand uh, posts. They also have a thousand followers. They also follow a thousand people. <laughs> I don't understand it. 
Why is why do you follow so many people? Who are you gonna see everything? I follow a bunch of famous people and then my friends and then that's it. <laughs> you know, it's like maybe sixty forty friends, famous people. No, 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 no. I say seventy thirty. Yeah, seventy thirty famous people, my friends. I don't need to follow a lot of people because I don't want to see a lot of people in my timeline. I just want to scroll through, see the three hundred I like. Go, all right, that's nice. Good, they got married. Nice, nice. <laughs> Everything. That's what I comment. Nice, <laughs> not nice. Nice. Oh my God, I can hear them. I really hope this microphone does not pick it up, but it's an expensive microphone to my note. <laughs> Measure everything by worth. $300 camera, $200 camera. It's still good, even though they're 10 years old. It's wonderful. Speaking of 10 years old, Adventure Time ended. That was the greatest segue. Adventure Time ended on Tuesday. Uh, and or Monday, Labor Day, rather. And I had I was in su- for the past week. Uh, besides, you know, personal life stuff, I was in such a tizzy because I really wanted to watch uh, Adventure Time live, the finale live. Because I didn't want to watch. I mean, I have the Cartoon Network app on my Xbox. I gestured to it over there. That's that's off camera. But I didn't. Uh, I didn't want to wait a whole day to see the show. I wanted to see it. Because I knew it was going to be written about and think pieces all across the internet. They did 280 episodes. 10 seasons. Uh, of course, those were aired sporadically. There was a gnat in here that bothered me during the last record. I got to keep checking these stupid waveforms. Only six minutes in. I got to do this again. Uh, but Adventure Time Season 10 is definitely, I would say, the most... It, I mean, it's a very serialized show. But I would definitely say it's... Uh, one of the most serialized seasons of that show. Last episode's Come Along With Me uh, had featured Sam Giobrone and uh, Willow Smith as distant future versions of uh, Finn and Jake. Well, uh, Willow Smith's character was a descendant of Jake, and I don't know what the heck uh, Sam Giobrone was. But it's, it's a very, it's a very, I don't want to ruin anything. It's a very good finale. It's not great. It was, it's very rushed. The 11 minutes per segment, it's four, it was four segments, so 44-minute episode would just flew by. Like, you know, the act breaks and everything, and I mean, the there wasn't really a gumball war. There wasn't a gumball war, which is uh, adorable that it stopped. That, that it stopped. <laughs> adorable that it stopped. It's, uh, but you know what? It's fine. I mean, I, I enjoyed it. I had a good time watching the show. Uh, it's it really did evoke an emotion within me. I, again, I had I wanted to watch it live, so I got my parents' login <laughs> to DirecTV and I watched it on my phone. <laughs> Can't watch it on my laptop because I don't have Flash installed because it's not 2004. Uh, so I mean, yeah, it was it was great. It had a, the ending, the last three minutes, uh, the the singing hole, the music hole, so rather. Uh, sang the theme song and it showed us an epilogue to the series. The show is going to continue, but not on television. It's going to be television. It's going to be a uh, comic, comic form. Uh, so Adventure Time season eleven. But I mean, I'm not going to. I'm not buying Adventure Time comics because I'm an adult man, and I have nowhere to keep them. As you can see, I have so much room here, but I have nowhere to keep the comics. <laughs> oh my gosh! But it's a very. It was a. It was a very good ending. And I'm glad it's over because Cartoon Network, Nickelodeon, and Disney Channel too, they all have issues uh, with sporadically airing their shows. And I understand that these are kids' shows and they don't need traditional seasons like something on ABC or something on TV Land. 
why did I reach for TV Land? I don't know why. But there but I would like consistency. When I I remember early in, you know, the the nineties and the early two thousands and the eighties, uh, which I was not alive for, but you get the deal. Uh early but you know, T V priority two thousand and eight, you would get uh cartoons that were like Dexter not Dexter's Library, I don't know why. Uh, but I don't know. You would get like a Johnny Quest or a Laugh Olympics. <laughs> why am I naming these old shows? You would get a show uh and they would produce, you know, fifty episodes up front and they would just air them every Saturday <laughs> for for years. And then once the you know, once they got to the syndication, which is sixty five, then they'd just be done. Which is uh, wonderful, but it's really nice to grow up with Jeremy to see Jeremy Shada grow up as a voice of Finn. Very strange. He's also another one of his shows. Voltron is ending, which I've spoken about several times on this show that no one cares about. I've seen. I I, I know how many subscribers are, uh, both the YouTube page and the uh, the uh, podcast subscription. But what I'm saying is that cartoons should. I would just hold off on airing a bunch of episodes. You know, I don't want Cartoon Network does this thing. Cartoon Network especially is guilty of this. They'll do this thing where they will have uh, Steven bumps, like for Steven Universe, or they'll have like a month straight of new episodes of, I don't know, Teen Titans Go or Amazing World of Gumball or any one of their shows, Clarence. Clarence is over. But they would would have, they would do like Monday through Friday at 5 p.m. They would air one 11-minute episode. (laughs) And then that would be an entire season. I don't like that. That's that's not how a TV show should air. <laughs> what if we got, what if for Game of Thrones, one of the biggest TV shows in the world, we got one episode a month <laughs> on HBO? Nobody would watch. Everybody, like, how? <laughs> one episode a month. Like, what if starting, it's supposed to air next year. So next July, we got one episode every three weeks. So July 1st. Uh, July 21st, <laughs> August 18th, just random, just random dates. And they weren't even Sundays. They were like a Friday night. <laughs> they didn't even, they didn't even advertise it. They were, they advertised it like a week prior and nobody knew, but there's going to be a movie with, uh, Adventure Time. So hopefully we'll see that come through. But I mean, we know what happens to everybody. It's very strange. Uh, yeah, come along with me. Go watch it. <laughs> For a second, I was just going to sit here and just <laughs> peruse the internet. Is this thing still going? It's still going, baby. It's still going. I got to uh, Anyway, keep going. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, last week, I got this really neat desk, and it's over there. I have a new desk where I should be recording this, but it's so much better to record it on the, on the futon. Uh, but it's a nice, solid desk white they painted the white they painted the wood white for some reason uh it's it's got it can fit my laptop on it it's got the extra controllers on it um it looks great it's wonderful i'm so excited i just want to tell everybody about it it's a wonderful desk nice solid piece of wood all i need is a rolly chair oh my god i'm gonna invest in a rolly chair too invest in a rolly chair <laughs> that's the name of my uh, first album this week's episode of News Time is about <laughs> creating uh, its music and the um, or artists who release albums without advertising it, because uh, Eminem just put out Kamikaze, and uh, yeah, I talk about Beyonce, Eminem, 
I'm just padding this episode. This is a bad episode of this stupid show. Oh my gosh. I'm thinking about switching gyms. I'm thinking about switching gyms. Uh, I go to a gym right now. That's about 20 minutes away, but I've been, it's, it's a franchise gym and I'm only paying $28. Uh, it's about 20 minutes away. I go in the morning. So it's 20 minutes away when it's like five 30 in the morning. And then it's like, yeah, it's like 20 minutes, 15, 20 minutes away when it's five 30 in the morning. And then when I leave the gym at eight 30, it is a 30 minute drive, 35 minutes. I'm always eating breakfast at a weird time at like 10 o'clock, which is like Saturday times, at like 10 o'clock. I'm showering at like 1030. I don't like it at all. Roy Moore sues Sasha Baron Cohen for $95 million over who is America. Oh my gosh. If this, if, uh, if the record, if the, if the recording did not mess up, I would talk about that, but I already talked about who is America and I have nothing fine to say about it. It's a, it's an okay show. The last thing in my notes I have here is sitcoms that best depict characters doing their jobs. <laughs> I remember writing this because I was watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine and you always see them doing decent cop work. For the longest amount of time, I thought that show was shot in New York. <laughs> For the longest amount of time. And I then I realized, I looked on the IMDb, uh, rather, it was it's shot in on a soundstage in LA, which is great, but which explains all the cameos and stuff, but still, I thought it was shot in New York. Just like I thought uh, Happy Endings was shot in Chicago. It takes place in Chicago. They have a lot of really good exteriors. When it's wintertime, they really do bundle up. <laughs> but it's shot on a soundstage in L.A. <laughs> Why? Why am I so gullible? <laughs> For so long. When I like I I watched Happy Endings when it started, and I would say, and it got canceled uh, three years in, and I would say maybe up until two years ago, two three years ago, I thought that show was shot in Chicago on location. <laughs> or it's like uh, it's like Friends when whenever you see them and they go to like they they go to London and you're like, is that really London? Because you've never been to London. <laughs> Is that London? Is that Vegas for real? No, it's a soundstage. No, no, no. That's that's actually Vegas. No, that's that's really London. <sighs> Cheers is also really good at the uh, character job thing, because you. Well, that's what I like about Cheers because is because you could see. There's a lot of things I like about Cheers, but you, like you would see uh, Ted Danson and Woody Harrelson. They behind the they'd be behind the bar talking. They'd be giving their lines. And then you just see Ted Danson actually pour a, a drink, which was which I what I learned is a carbonated tea. I learned that when I was when I was just going through Cheers, like I had a really good time going through Cheers. Um, again, two episodes a day because I'm crazy. <laughs> but I used to fall asleep to Cheers, and then one day I just couldn't fall asleep, and I had my eyes closed, and um, I just heard like I heard a joke that was really funny, and I thought, oh, I might as well just watch Cheers. <laughs> So I watched the majority of the show. There's still episodes that I can't pinpoint. And like in the first season, I want to go back to the first season. What was I talking about? Oh, so yeah, you'd see Ted Danson pour a drink, carbonated tea or a beer. Sorry. Or he'd just go do something else. He'd be fiddling with his hands and you just see him in the background. One of my favorite things about Cheers is also how you could see a uh, an extra 
in the background and then they would react to a line that one of the main characters said that is some fine acting <laughs> i mean it's just it's just so wonderful how they uh how the extras had fun and that's what you want you want your extras to have fun on the <laughs> on the show yeah, there were some really beautiful extras uh in the female variety yes i am uh sexualizing them uh, they had some really beautiful extras. I rolled my eyes. If you did, if you couldn't hear me, roll my eyes. There's some really beautiful extras on that show, and especially in the latter seasons. Like my oh my, someone went somewhere and said, uh, "You're a beautiful woman. Why don't you? Uh, why don't you want to be on the show? Why don't you? Why don't you want to be on the show? Be on the show. Billy on the, Billy on the street. <laughs> really, just taking a hard hard left." Billy on the street is coming back, uh, thanks to Lyft of all, of all companies. Billy on the street is coming back thanks to Lyft. And if I can find the actual uh, um, uh, <laughs> email that I was just looking at, it's a, it's gonna be it's gonna return to its uh, short form roots there over there on the YouTube channel. And uh, let's see, let's look at it. He's gonna be eight episodes. Dang, that sucks. Well, he's a Billy. He's a Billy guy. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> he's a busy guy. But Emma Stone, Tiffany Haddish, Lin Manuel Miranda, and Kate McKinnon are gonna guest star. These new episodes will be posted on Eigner's social media platforms, the Billy on the Street YouTube channel, Funny or Die's social media platforms, and FunnyOrDie.com. Because I guess, I mean, they own the rights. They created the show with Billy. Uh, Billy's excited. We're all excited. I can't wait. It's going to be great. <laughs> Did not mean to rhyme any of that stuff on time. And that is how we do it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Let's see what else is going on. Well, I just bought three months of PlayStation Plus. <laughs> this is really riveting stuff. I did also bought three months of Xbox Live because it was running out. My year was running out. And I only had enough money to buy both of those. <laughs> Spider-Man, the new Spider-Man game comes out on Friday. I will be going to, I've got nothing to do in my life. I'll be going to Redbox and I'll be renting that game and I'll be playing it from Friday night until Monday morning. And then I will turn it and then I will never touch that game again. That's what usually happens when I rent a game from Redbox. I've also been getting back into, what is it called? MLB The Show, but I don't have... Uh, the newest one, I have the one that came out the year prior. <laughs> yeah, I'm a year behind. Because it was $10 It was ten in December. And I said, that is a deal. Do I like baseball that much? <laughs> and I bought it, and boy, oh boy, it's a good game. MLB The Show is a really good game. The Spider-Man game is uh, getting really, it's really good impressions. Uh, I can't wait to try it out because I love, I love playing Spider-Man games. I do not like Spider-Man as a hero. Here's the thing. I think a lot of Spider-Man, I don't want to relate to characters. And people always say, I love Spider-Man. I relate to him. I don't want to relate to superheroes. I, don't, I have no reason to. That's why I like The Flash because he's a really smart guy and he's really fast. That's why I like Superman because he's just this alien from this world, from a different planet, trying to understand humans. That's what makes it beautiful. That's what makes it unique. I really am attracted to, I don't know what it is. I love the X-Men. I really, truly do love the X-Men because they 
especially in the movies, uh, but more so in the TV shows, they are really, but as really well depicted in the movies, they were able to politicize the issues with having superpowers. And that's what I really wanted later on. I really wanted um, Batman versus Superman to do because there was a scene in the courthouse uh, with all those people uh, and that guy who blew himself up, who would eventually blow himself up because uh, Luther paid him to or paid his family or paid off his debt. I don't know. Tricked him to. It's a it's a muddy it's a muddied movie. But I really think that there is room for a political thriller that's based on superheroes. And I think X-Men, uh, X2 in particular, did a really good, and X3 uh, somewhat, did a really good job at making, at, at really, at putting this, the issues in the forefront. <laughs> they was like, you know, we, we see Beast and Storm, I believe in X3 or X2, one of those. One of those. It's one of those two. If, if I'm talking about this, I'm talking about X2 or X3. Uh, and again, I haven't seen these movies in years, but I'm just, I just, this just came up in my mind, but seeing them like go in front of Congress, I, th- I believe that was Congress and talk and say, Hey man, mutants aren't bad at all. And, and, uh, you know, the voters, the voters, the, uh, or go in front of the Senate or whatever. And everybody and the senators and people in the house and everybody's going and Congress is like, well, I mean, yeah, you kind of are bad. You, you hurt these people. You guys are, you can start a military. If you guys want to start a war, then you could kill us all. And then to have Magneto and I believe in X3, uh, the last stand go, uh, he says something really profound. Um, that made me, that made me kind of switch sides with him. Like they need to team up before that mutants need to team up before humans team up against mutants. Something I'm, I'm really, I'm killing, I'm butchering it, but they make a lot of good points for both sides, for both sides, both sides, nothing, both sides are wrong. (laughs) Getting really political. I read, I'm going to take a little divergence. I read an article prior to starting this recording of the Constitutionals podcast available on youtube.com slash people's comedy and also on any podcasting service of your choice. But I I read an article on the New York Times that uh, ex-Trump lawyer Michael Cohen has a GoFundMe account. Um, more, more, more importantly, he was at a, a power lunch, a power breakfast, sorry, with uh, Al, uh, Reverend Al Sharpton. And when no other Democrats would touch him and they were praying and uh, it's a a power lunch because it's a lunch where you you were they went to this fancy New York York restaurant uh, and people saw them and they wanted to be seen. (laughs) You know, that's a that's that's so crazy to me. And, And now this guy has he's living in an apartment in Manhattan away from his family. Uh, away from his wife and his two grown children, and now he has a GoFundMe a GoFundMe page to raise expenses, not expenses, but like a a visible. I believe they they, they called it a trust, but I believe a transparent trust. They to raise money for a transparent trust. I believe it's four hundred and fifty thousand dollars. There's fourteen days left, and I think they have like one seventy or one thirty something like that. And everybody's giving, uh, the left, the right moderates everybody's giving and i think it's you know because you don't want you don't want a person to suffer but <laughs> they said in the article they said uh the, the one of the one of the uh one of his friends who were republicans said that he, that he felt betrayed by trump which i think is hilarious and, and now he's you knew this was going to happen and now he's got now he's got to go fund me same thing for stormy daniels she also has a go fund go fund me a gore fund me is a uh is a is a is 
Oh God, I was gonna say something really bad, but based on her profession, I can't say that. Uh, and based on the show, this is a clean show. I was gonna. Anyway, uh, GoFundMe is a. <laughs> it's a. Uh, you can give to it. It's a public donation platform. Where is uh, you give to a gore fund? Is people just you know like uh, like gory horror movies, blood and bones and guts and stuff? Oh my god, what am I saying? But I think I think I just think that's so interesting how he has a GoFundMe page. Also, speaking of GoFundMe, this morning I read an article about a homeless man who uh, who who helped a woman. He oh boy oh boy, what is the story? Uh, a woman was uh yeah okay here he is so a woman was stuck on the road uh, her car broke down homeless man sees her this happened a long time a while ago like last year uh, a, uh so the woman's stuck on the road homeless man says okay i'll go get gas for you and he walks down the road at night goes to get gas come back this so then uh, the woman and her husband were so taken by this homeless man that they decided to set up a GoFundMe page. GoFundMe, the, the page raised about $400,000 for Johnny Bobbitt Jr., who's the homeless person. The couple uh, are Kate McClure and Mark D'Amico. $400,000. The homeless man has seen about 75000 this is from CNN. Given the total fundraising was $402,000 with about 30000 going to GoFundMe for fees, the client should basically receive 300000 Homeless guy. He has, again, received $75,000. Um, the, uh, the couple's attorney said that they gave the homeless man $200,000. No, no, no. He has not. Received that. Uh, a lot of stuff there. A lot of lot of interesting stuff. <laughs> a lot of interesting stuff. Um, Bobby Whitmore, a spokesperson with GoFundMe, said the company is working with Bobbitt's legal team to ensure he gets support in the form of $20,000 to a bank account while the remaining money is recovered. This is why I don't think you should give money. Don't give money to over the internet to GoFundMe or Kickstarter or Patreon. I don't think... I understand that people need to make money, especially on Patreon. I understand that that's the goal. And I know that everybody is bad, but I have an issue with giving money to somebody I don't know who I've never seen before helping them. And I know I could get sick and then we, and then uh, someone could start a GoFundMe for me and then somebody could have the same exact issue, you know, but I just think it's so strange, especially with this couple. If this was the homeless guy, if the homeless guy said, Hey, I want to start a GoFundMe page for myself. <laughs> I'd be like, okay, good. That'd be fine. But this couple started for him and they got all this money and there's just this mismanagement of funds. And now they're saying, oh man, we gave him some money. <laughs> How? And okay, so here's the thing. The homeless man is also about 15 bucks a week is going to drugs. Um, the oh, I'm just reading something right now. Uh, in an interview with the Philadelphia Inquirer, McClure said she and D'Amico did what they could to help Bobbitt, who was a drug addiction, according to Fallon. The couple told the newspaper they gave Bobbitt more than half the money, but were withholding the rest until he gets a job and is drug-free. Uh, Fallon said that his patient plans to participate in a month-long rehab program. But apparently, I believe he spends about $15 a week on drugs. Uh, I Something like that. I read that somewhere, and I can't. 
for the life of me find that article. But I just think it's so strange. But don't don't give money. Don't give money over the internet. Give it directly to homeless people. Like this this morning, well, every morning. Uh, I, <laughs> when I come home, I get off at Freedom Parkway exit in downtown Atlanta. And uh, to turn left, you got to wait at a light. You got to turn left. And the two, the two left lanes, I turn left. Homeless guy, homeless people always patrol that one area that's going onto the highway, coming off the highway. And they, they live there. They, there's an area under the, a bunch of underpasses. You can see just a bunch of homeless people living there. But there's always one or two homeless men uh, just walking up and down, kind of like those uh, like firefighters collecting money in the, in the boots. And they're just and they're just walking, patrolling up and down. Just, hey man, give me some money. Hey, just looking you in the eye like, what's up? <laughs> give me some money, like, like calling you out. They're talking, talking themselves. And I'm not making light of it. I'm not making a joke. I'm not trying to make fun of them. But just saying, I see them all the time. Uh, sometimes you don't know. Some, I mean, the last time I get one time I gave, not the last time because this is that'd be really bad if it was the last time. This is a couple years ago. But one time I was in Chattanooga. And uh, I was going into a CVS in North Shore. So if you've ever been to Chattanooga, uh, if you go across the river uh, to where the houses are, essentially, <laughs> from downtown Chattanooga, just go across the river. Um, and uh, there's a CVS there, right there. You'll see it all the time, every time you go across the river, because there's nothing to do in Chattanooga. You can just see everything from everywhere, <laughs> which is very true. Uh, so <laughs> go across the bridge. Three bridges. You got it. You choose the walking bridge, the veterans bridge, and uh, crap, the other one. I don't know. The other one. <laughs> anyway, go across the street. Go across the river. And, and uh, CVS right there. <laughs> Jesus. CVS is right there. And I remember one night I was going in to get some ice cream. And uh, I was going in and this guy who was basically my age, it was this white dude, basically my age, had, uh, I want to say he had gauges, but I'm pretty sure he just had regular earrings and he had a nose ring, but not like one like right here on like on a nostril. It was like on the bridge of his nose and at the under part. And he was wearing a sweatshirt <laughs> from like from like a punk band and some black shorts, black sh- uh, black shoes, and some white socks. And he was sitting cross-legged right outside the front door of uh, of CVS. And he goes, "Hey man," he stops me. The most jovial person. He goes, "Hey man, I'm a little down on my luck." No, you're not, because I know you live in a house somewhere in North Shore. He's like, "Hey man, uh, can I?" Oh no, no, he didn't say I'm down on luck. He said, "Hey man, uh, uh, can you can I get some money to buy to buy?" some candy and I said no 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 I will buy you candy <laughs> and I went inside and I got him a ring pop and I came out I was like here you go he goes ring pop <laughs> no homeless person is that excited for ring pop <laughs> why <laughs> why in the world was he so excited for ring pop I got him a grape ring pop and he goes, he goes grape my favorite that's how I know he's not homeless <laughs> He's just a guy just hanging out, just uh, asking for money. There's another time when I used to drive. I used to have, I had two really clunker cars. Uh, well, actually, no, one was really reliable, the Honda Civic. It was a, a green 2000 Honda Civic. He had manual windows. Uh, the air barely worked. The, the heat did not work when you needed it to. Same thing, I, had, I also had a Mustang, uh, like a 99 Mustang uh, that was also green. For both forest green and that one, the air and heat did not work. Uh, but it, it was a, I remember the first day I had that car, I was driving through my neighborhood 
And uh, like a stupid child, I did I did press on the gas pedal all the way to see you know what noise it would make and how fast it would go in the neighborhood. Don't ever do that. Uh, but <laughs> the gas pedal got st- it didn't get stuck. It broke and it wouldn't stop accelerating. <laughs> and I remember freaking out because I only did it for like two seconds. I was like. I was like, and then it stopped. And then, and then the gas pedal just kept going. And I was like, oh no, this is crazy. So I, I had to break all the way home. Um, got that fixed really quick. Anyway, so for, so I was, I had this, I had the Honda Civic and uh, I was coming back from, I believe one of my job, one of my many jobs I had in Chattanooga. I told you I had several dozen jobs there. And I was coming back from the other side of Chattanooga near like Hamilton Place, which is the mall area. And I was coming back um, to near towards uh, the campus in downtown Chattanooga, and I stopped at this. Ga- uh, my car, uh, the Civic, the Civic, before I before I had it, or no, before like a certain period of time, the there was like this broken uh, coolant hose, and it would always just pop and break, and and so I had gotten really good at fixing that. I got really good at fixing a lot of things on cars, but I got really good at fixing that, and uh, and I stopped at this gas station, and. I was, and I was getting, I bought coolant, like a, like a $20 thing of coolant, which is too much money for coolant. If you've ever had to deal with that uh, yourself. And I, I pray you don't have to, because no one should have to deal with this kind of crap, but I did. So I bought like this 20 thing, $20 thing of coolant. I had no money. I bought, I had no money. Keep that in mind. I was coming back from work. I had no money. I, I all I had was, you know, $20 and, uh, a couple of like some change. Um, and like, you know, like, like I had like $22. So let's say I had like $22. I, so I go inside to buy coolant. I come back out and my hood is up. So you can see I'm distressed. I got nothing for you. This guy walks up to me, doesn't nary, does not even look homeless at all. And he's, he's got, he's wearing these giant, uh, jean shorts that are, I swear to God are sagging and touching the ground. I swear my life. They were dragging across the ground. They were not jeans. They were jean shorts, very long, very big. He was wearing this giant shirt. I could still see his boxers though. <laughs> his boxers just crazy. He walks up to me and a uh, black guy goes, he goes, Hey man, <laughs> Hey man, you got man, you got some ch- man. My my girl kicked me out, man. I got I ain't got no money on me, man. Just, man, you got some money on you, and I was like, and I, I was I was you know I come back from work and I go well this and and I, and I go my car's broken and uh, and I'm trying to I'm just trying to get the, you know the next five miles without my car breaking down and I go you know what this is all going to my head and I go you know what uh, I should just give him money and. I only had like 22 bucks, like 22 bucks. I give him $2, which means I have no money left after buying the coolant. Uh, I give him $2. That's everything in my wallet. And he looks at it and he looks at me and he goes, you ain't got nothing else. And I go, Oh, excuse me. (laughs) I go, you see this? You see this car? How dare you? How dare you be picky as a person in peril? How dare you? It's like seeing a home. It's like giving a homeless person food from your lunch. Like here's a banana. Here's a here's a pack of crackers. And they go, well, I'm not really. I don't really like bananas. Take it. Take it. I don't have to help you. I don't have to look you in the eye. I don't have to return. But you know what? I'm a good person, and I want to treat everybody like a human being. (laughs) And this man had the audacity to come at me with, "Oh, you ain't got nothing else." I tell you, man, I'm done helping people. <laughs> but that was years ago. I think that was like when I was like a, I, I would think sophomore year in college, like 2012. Um, 
That's crazy, though, man, how these people are just so rude. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that made me so mad. I can actually feel it. I can actually feel the anger that I, that I had at that guy. I was so angry, and I kept trying to tell that story to people. <laughs> and no one believed me. Okay, uh, so before I go, I want to talk to you about something else. Uh, well, well, as I as I do, actually, okay, okay here we go. Um, Blake Wexler has is a comedian, and uh, he has a new. He was he's a Philadelphia comedian, <laughs> Boston comedian. He's got a new album that's out right now. Actually, it's oh, two days it'll be out. So not right now, but in two days, out September seventh, and it's called stuffed boy <laughs> the album art is very funny uh blake wexler is a chart topping comedian uh who start whose uh, sophomore album stuffed boy is coming out september 7 2018 they wrote poised i forgot to say poised it's going to come out on audible and it's available for pre-order right now so at the time of this recording is available for pre-order two days from this recording it's available on audible uh in the future it'll probably be available still <laughs> The album was recorded at UCB in Los Angeles and introduced by Todd Glass, who left the 12 years who who left the 12 years of voice messages that Blake Wexler released for the world to hear. On Stuff Boy, Wexler jo- uh, jokes about night terrors, taking PMS medication for a hangover, and his gleeful discovery of a legendary pitcher's LinkedIn account. To close it all out, Blake tells a 17-minute deeply personal, emotional, and darkly funny story about a family illness. I've seen Blake Wexler. I've heard Blake Wexler. Why did I say seen? I've heard Blake Wexler. Very funny man. So check it out. Audible, September 7th, Staff Boy, Blake Wexler. Get into it. Uh, I got I got a couple of things for C plus comedy coming down in the pipeline. Uh, maybe a new podcast. Well, definitely a new podcast. Not maybe. Definitely a new podcast. And uh, but not with just me. And actually, it's still going to be a, a serious podcast. So that's going to be great. <sighs> but uh, we'll, I'll talk about that later on. This is another episode where Audible, not Audible, Audition crashed on me, and I go on for a long time. That camera just shut off, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna shut up. Uh, if you like what you, if you like what you heard or saw, why don't you head on over to the website cpluscomedy.com, where there are some things sometimes. You can follow us on Twitter at cpluscomedy. Follow me on Twitter at Chad Black White. Like us on Facebook. Um, go to the YouTube page. <laughs> go to the YouTube page, YouTube.com/cpluscomedy where you can see the video version of this podcast as well. So if you want to see me just sitting here talking, cutting through some camera angles, that's what you get. But you can also watch the premiere show, uh, the which is called News Time, which is the show that's been going on for five years now. 200 deep. No, 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 no. It's been going on for four years now. 200 deep. Excellent show. I make fun of it all the time. I really just crap on it, but it's a really good show. Uh, and it's also very, it's a, it's like the daily show, but, but if it the daily show was really bad, <laughs> so and it was only about entertainment news, not real news. So take that as you will. 
but uh, this week's episode, it's a weekly news show, and uh, this week's episode is kind of a continuation of last week's episode uh, about music, essentially. And uh, like I said earlier in this episode, we talk about Eminem's and other surprise albums that released and where, where it came from and the culture behind it and why they do it, why artists do it. All the, <laughs> all this, I'm just gesturing. So check it out. Check out all the other things I told you about in this show, in this episode. I'm going to hang up now because they're really raring up out there in that construction. So thank you for listening. I appreciate you and I love you. Goodbye.